da, 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 da. You sound insane. Do you realize that? Oh, yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. Welcome to the fourth annual Not About Movies Oscars postgame show. It's a big milestone. Yeah. But this is my favorite episode almost every year. Uh, yeah. I love talking about the winners of the Oscars because there's so much build-up, there's so much anticipation, and there's so much speculation, from us especially. Uh, I think we start talking Oscars about uh, August or so. Yeah, yeah, something like <laughs> as that. As soon as the summer movie season's officially mm-hmm. uh, done, we start uh, looking towards this day, and um, you know, some people take this more serious than others, but I, I always like to think that the actors say that they don't take it serious, but they actually all really take it seriously. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. And they don't want to admit it, but um, a lot of them really, really care about this. And um, it's a big night for a lot of people, uh, mm-hmm. not only the actors, but uh, the industry as well. Yeah. This year's host was Chris Rock, uh, American Treasure Chris Rock, I should say. A lot of ATs on this broadcast tonight. It was. It was littered mm-hmm. with ATs. And uh, none of them had the vest on. I didn't see. Maybe under the uh, yeah, under the suit. I'm pretty coat. sure I saw Michael Keaton wearing his under the suit. I saw a couple of them giving each other the uh, American Treasure hand signal, though. <laughs> yeah, because that it's a brother. No one else would pick up on yeah. besides us. It's kind of like the Homeland premiere when she uh, figured out uh, he's making some kind of hand. Kind of like a secret you know? Illuminati hand sign. Yeah, you just exactly. kind of know, you know. Exactly. Yeah. This year's Academy Awards had a. A lot of anticipation, not only for the movies that were involved, but uh, for the controversy, uh-huh. if you will. And um, what better person to take us through the controversy than Chris Rock? And you know what? Honestly, I'm so glad it was Chris Rock uh, in this situation. Yeah. What better ro- way to put this behind us than for Chris Rock to do it, kind of roast everything, just kind of get it out there in the open, mm-hmm. and uh, the elephant in the room, and... Um, so we can move on, hopefully, and um, start making some change, I guess, for the better uh, right. in the industry. So you knew he was going to address it, but you didn't know how much. And I had no idea, A, the entire monologue would be addressing it, and <laughs> yeah. B, the entire show, every <laughs> monologue. Yeah, that, that was a pretty, pretty much just kept going, didn't it? I kind of, I, I I yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to stop after a little while, and uh, that's not, not the case. I thought – I will give them credit. I thought just about every bit they did was very well thought out and very well executed as mm-hmm. far as the putting the people in movies and things like that. That's the best I've ever seen it done uh, yeah. in in years, uh, especially when they had the Revenant uh, <laughs> scene with Leslie Jones. That was, that was pretty funny, I will <laughs> admit. I'm not a Leslie Jones fan, um, but that is funny. I think I'm incapable of finding her funny at this point. Like <laughs> she only has she, one bit and it's screaming. Yeah. Like once her once her I bit just, is just not screaming, then that that will be like you're you're probably right. Like she was in that was a that was probably a funny way. It's a good to way use to use her. That's a good way to use her, exactly. But as soon as she came on screen, I just I like immediately powered down. It's like when you know when you have an old iPhone and your battery is at like forty three percent and then all of a sudden it's like, no, it's just three percent. You're about this thing's mm-hmm. about to die. That's how I felt when that when she came on. I was just like immediately I don't think I can do this. I'm just eh. Yeah. Eh, I, I will give the Academy and the people that put the the producers of the show, yeah, uh, I'll give them credit because they let Chris Rock be Chris Rock. Uh, yes, in years you past, have they, they kind of give you the monologue. Yeah. And they maybe do a funny little videotape segment at the beginning with you, uh, kind of like they did Billy Crystal all those years. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. And then the rest of the show is kind of scripted out, and you're just introducing people. But I like the way that they said uh, in between commercial breaks, they would say, you know, coming up the award for Best Supporting Actress – and live, Chris Rock. And you just mm-hmm. don't, you know, he's probably going to just do something um, off the top of his head because, I mean, I know when he uh, hosted SNL last year, he said, I'm not doing it unless you don't get to see what I'm going to do. I'm just mm-hmm. going to do it. Like, that's our agreement. If you pick me, I can do what I want. That's that's it. Uh, you yeah. know, within reason, obviously it has to be safe for national television, mm-hmm. but uh, they didn't, I, I'm sure it was a similar case here. At least it felt that way. It felt... 
like maybe um, he was writing as he was going and kind of uh, forming his material around the mood of the night and stuff like that. And I, I this is the best, at least hosting job I've seen because he didn't really host. He just kind of had him do his stand up in between the awards mm. and, and less um, less hosting. I guess they yeah. kind of tried to go all out with the hosting when they had Seth MacFarlane and mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris, these kind of like extravagant hosts that can sing and dance and uh, didn't work for me, but I, I prefer the stand-up. I prefer the Steve Martin or the or the Chris Rock mm-hmm. uh, to do my, my award show hosting. But what do you yeah. think? Yeah, I mean, I like a song and dance number every, every once now in a while. Um, but I thought the monologue was great. Like, it was very edgy i thought and uh and then the right i think it i think that's what the academy i think they had to do that right like they had to let a because they'd already <laughs> they had named chris rock the uh the host before we we got all this uh, this controversy right, right exactly so but regardless i think that that was the right thing to do is just basically just like say hey dude just go and just go destroy us and that's because it kind of Hopefully it breaks the the uh, ice a little bit. It kind of takes the edge off. Uh, we get it out up front and, and all that kind of thing. I thought coming back after the first commercial break, I felt like at that point maybe we need something different. You know, mm-hmm. it, it did. I I was the callbacks that they did with the you know inserting actors into the scenes and things like that. I thought there was a lot of funny stuff that that Rock did. And uh, that the producers put together throughout, but I think it's not just because it's the you know Oscar so white controversy or or whatever. It's just if you do the the same th- if you're let's say you get Neil Patrick Harris and literally every single every time you come back from commercials for an hour and a half, uh, it's him doing a song and dance. It gets old, right? right? Like he just yeah. gets kind of tired, and and the message I think starts to kind of dwindle after a while because you just feel like you're being beaten over the head with it. So once we got to the the Stacy Dash bit, um, and then and then immediately into Sarah Silverman just kind of ranting incoherently, like that was mm-hmm. a horrible that was a bad segment, transition, and it really hurt the. I felt like it hurt the 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 show's flow as a whole. Like it just. It really kind of put you on – for me and everybody at my, my little party, I, everybody in the room kind of went down on the whole show at that point. And then when you came back from the next break, you got kind of a little bit more of this, and it was a better bit. I don't remember what the bit was, but it was a better bit, but it still was – you're hammering home the same point. And at some point, that gets a little bit old. Now, I, I was fine with all the bits that they did for the most part, um, but I think as a whole, it just kind of uh, – I don't know that they – I don't know if they utilized uh, Rock all that well throughout the show. I thought I kind of felt like he had. They these used him. They bursts, used him. You know? Yeah, they used him uh, kind of um, sparsely. Yeah, I will say. Um, mm-hmm. But that, I like it that way. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't need I don't a guy. Need I don't need him every single sure, segment and sure. then introducing people. I prefer the the announcer, the PA guy, to introduce the uh, yeah. the presenters. No, I, That's with fine you. with me. I I think I, for me the problem is. If you do have Chris, and I love Chris Rock, I'm a huge fan of Chris Rock. If Chris Rock is doing, is basically saying the exact same thing in the same, you know, with the same bit over and over and over again, if every time you see him, if you know that that's what's coming, you start to be like, man, I'm kind of tired of seeing Chris Rock. I understand that, and I can totally understand how somebody could tire of him, but I, I. He yeah. won me over. I mean, look, I, I, was, think, I was all in. Yeah, you and I are, are are big rock fans, and so maybe it's. But I will say, like, pretty much everybody in my in my little party here, by about the fourth time that he showed up, everybody was completely tuning out and just beaten down by. That's by every two, host. Every yeah, host in, yeah, in Oscar history. I think, I, think. That, I think you can help it by not having the. Not doing the exact same thing every time you come out is is all I'm saying. Or having he, he had a couple other jokes. Yes. It wasn't all that. He had a couple. He had a couple other bits. Um, he took a shot at um, Jada. Yes. No, that was very that was funny. funny. I think there was a lot of funny jokes. Like I, yeah. I thought he came out. Uh, my, our friend Jason was here, and he was he was like, I wonder if we're getting like 90s rock or if we're getting grown-ups to rock that was his question <laughs> and, I was, and after about 10 minutes I was like i think we're getting as close to 90s rock as we're gonna get like this he is not pulling any punches I, yeah i don't think his worst fear 
would be that people would say that he's lost his edge after this, that he went soft for this uh, award show. And mm -hmm. he definitely did not. I mean, he's, he's, he's known for being like an HBO late night you know, stand up, you know, yeah. just, uh, Oh yeah. You just let it all out, uh, uncensored. Yeah. And I think he got away with as much as he probably could have, um, without them yeah. probably having to dump some of it and tape delay it and all, and all that. Mm -hmm. um, Overall though, yeah. I gotta say, I kind of, I felt the production of the whole show was pretty weak. Uh, it wasn't a great yeah. show. And it's, we've had three or four or five, I don't know how many years in a row now where it's kind of, you, you walk away thinking that wasn't that great. Um, but man, it was bloated and it ran long and there's just so many, I don't know. I can't tell you like this needs to be cut. That needs to be cut. It just, the whole thing became cumbersome. Everybody in my party left at about 10, 15. Cause it's just like, we can't, like, I'm just, it's just, you know, we gotta go to, it's so hard tomorrow and all that kind of stuff. And, it was I know there's a lot to to accomplish in these nights and I'm I don't want it to become the Emmys where they give away three awards and then the rest is just performances and glad handing and whatnot. But it, there's got to be some kind of a happy medium where you can keep this thing from going to uh, to like four hours long and still give everybody the, the time that they need. And I, you know, I probably start with cutting the musical numbers um especially in a year where most of the music is not very good and um i don't know maybe one or two bits here and there regardless the, the whole show to me felt very uh too it felt too weighty and too elongated and bloated you just want to be I, I don't know i was kind of beaten with it a little bit about halfway through and i rallied and i love this night so i'm good to go but i think it was hard for the average movie fan to watch tonight yeah i i get tired in general of award shows i think mm -hmm. the thing about the golden globes what makes it uh the most entertaining is that it's kind of established that that's a comedy show kind of right everybody right. kind of gets up there and does a comedy bit and uh the academy awards still has that air of professionalism to it still mm -hmm. and still kind of trying to find that medium of being respectable and professional because yeah. they they want to be taken seriously, they want people to take getting an Oscar seriously, and you know they want great films to come out because people want to want to win an Oscar, and um, they so they they've had to find that medium, and, it, and it's so hard. There's so many awards, and there's mm -hmm. so many montages to do, and there's so much to accomplish. And um, you're right, um, not all the songs are great, but you got to keep it in there for the years they are great. You want to have, you know what I mean? You can't yeah. pick and choose because they've done that before and they got a lot of backlash. Like, remember when the Muppets was mm -hmm. nominated yes. for Life's a Happy Song or something like that right. Um, right. in that movie? And they didn't let them perform. They were going to have mm -hmm. the whole Muppets up there and Jason Segel. It would have been great. It would have been mm -hmm. probably a very yeah. memorable, you know, uh, uh, bit there and didn't happen. And this, you know, that Sam Smith song is just a beating. It is it's just awful. One, so... just. Bad. And this is coming. I'm a musician. I can say that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I've written my fair share of bad songs. I, I can fully admit that that is a bad song, yeah, and it is. Absolutely. It's just torturous to listen to. And they won too. Yeah, I don't understand. That I cannot. At all. And right on the heels of that very powerful Lady Gaga song, which I, you know, I don't love that song, but the message behind it is is. You know, oh, sure. important. It's and way better than and much Smith better song. than that than the terrible Sam Smith song. And, and to that, think that they that they uh, turned down Radiohead for that song. Radiohead yeah. went ahead and released the song called Spectre. Just go <laughs> yeah. listen to that and you, just imagine that movie with that song. It would have been. It would have changed the movie, honestly. Yeah. Um, but that's a shame. Anyway, yeah, I I'm I'm in favor of the musical performance. Um, I actually like the little montage they did at the beginning. Uh, it's, it kind of reminded me of those YouTube montages you see at the end of the year where they kind of compile every clips from every movie together mm. with music and everything. Sure. So they've, they've had some cool production elements. I like the, the, uh, the element where they did the screenplay awards and they kind of had the screenplay over the movie and with the narration and stuff. I kind of enjoyed mm. that. Uh, yeah. I like the different ways they can kind of present the awards, but I hated the bit where they had the cinematography award where they would show the screen and the whole thing was on like a, steady cam and they had the hosts there and they would go back yeah. and forth to the other screens to show that it just didn't work for me at all. If you, if you've watched the award show, you know what I'm talking. It's hard to, mm -hmm. hard to yeah. describe yeah. here, but it's, 
it, it's hard every year to mix it up. I thought the set looked great this year um, mm-hmm. and classy and present. Sometimes it looks really tacky. I thought it looked nice this year. Yeah. Not over the top. Um, so those are my comments on the award show in general. Um, you kind of know what you're going to get with rock and it was great. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sign me up for more, more of uh, Chris rock in the future. Yeah, totally. I, I never wanted to see, um, <laughs> you know, the Anne Hathaway, James no. Franco again, you know, there are certain no. ones that I just, I could never, never bear again, but this isn't one of them. So on to the awards, Brian and Richard isn't here, by the way, he is yeah. in the air right now. Um, in an airplane, we we're yeah. going to have him on, but we wanted to save the listener, the, uh, the sound <laughs> of 747. Yeah. So he will have plenty of hot yes. sports opinions regarding <laughs> he, the. He was pretty hot under the collar tonight in our text messaging. So I'm yes, sure he'll have his thoughts on Tuesday. He's saving me a, saving me a couple of bleep buttons tonight. <laughs> so uh, I guess the biggest surprise for me would be uh, the best picture winner. And we'll get to that later. But I mean, not a very controversial uh, award show as far as the winners. I don't think there was anything that was headline worthy. Uh, it was I might have I might have one thing I want to complain about. Okay. Well, where do you want to start then? Uh, do we we want to do the the big awards, or do you want to go through this whole thing? Let's go through the small. Let's I guess we'll work our way up here. All right. You so knock got, them out. Okay. Yeah. So we got uh, best sound mixing. Yeah. Which went to Mad Max. Explain again for the audience, brief 30 seconds, difference between sound editing and sound mixing. Sound mixing is is basically you. it controls what you hear and how you hear it. Does that make sense? Uh, okay. Like the levels of everything. Uh-huh. Um, the, I guess the uh, difference between what you hear as far as people talking versus sound effects and music. Does that make sense? The, sure. the blending of all the sounds is the mixing. Okay. The editing is actually what is what you hear. Does that make okay. sense? Okay. Sure. Like assembling the sounds is the editing. Okay. Assembling the sounds is the editing and um I guess mixing the stew of the sounds is the mixing. Mm-hmm. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's, okay. Sure. This is what's the weird thing. I don't about have to explain is... these things to people every day, so it's hard for me to put them into words. <laughs> I, I know. do them on a daily no, basis. Yo, I feel like it's an annual tradition of you explaining to me and the listener why the difference I think why it's confusing is it's odd to me that if you look at sound editing and this is how it is every year, so it's not like a big surprise or anything, but you look at sound editing and sound mixing, Bridge of Spies is nominated for sound mix, but not sound editing. Yeah, okay. And Sicario so, is the other way around. And it's just you, you kind of so feel here, like here's an example. Say I take a sound effects library of a hundred machine gun sounds, okay? Uh-huh. Hundred different ones. Um, I assemble those onto a timeline, which is, I guess, equal to the length of our sequence. So say it's the opening sequence to Saving Private Ryan, the Normandy sequence, okay. with machine guns. Uh, you assemble those uh, in a different sequence, obviously to match up with what's happening on the screen. So mm-hmm. whenever you see a flash on the screen, you want to hear a gunshot, obviously. Right. So assembling yeah. those would be the edit, mm-hmm. the, the sound edit. Now, the sound mix would be how loud is each individual sound, the blend of those sounds, including with the the voices and the music and everything, okay. uh, and the elements, which is atmosphere. So, you know, the sound of a room, or the sound of silence sounds like silence, but the sound of a room does have a sound, an ambiance, and uh, those things are captured with microphones, you know, beforehand and afterward, and uh, mixed in there. So there's an ambiance to, you know, an atmosphere. Like if you're on a subway, there's an atmosphere sound and things like that. So mm-hmm. all the mixing of those things you wouldn't even think of. There's hundreds of sounds in you know, in average movie, you know, sure, at a, right, in, a, in right. a given time in an action sequence or something. So um, that that would be the sound mix and the edit okay. is the actual assembling of those. If that That's probably the best way yeah, I could describe no, I it. Yeah, makes sense. So okay. having said that, Best sound mixing went to Mad Max. Yeah, and big uh, night, big night for uh, for old Mad Max. It was a big night. Did that? I I don't, wouldn't surprise me. Like I said before, with no surprises for me was it didn't surprise me at all that it took all the the technical categories the mm-hmm. the biggest, I guess, except for visual effects, which is interesting. Yeah, best visual effects went to Ex Machina. Yeah, and you can go. Each year, I guess, go a different way. You can go the Benjamin Button route and go uh-huh. 
Yeah. You know, the more convincing CGI or go the sci-fi route and who did the the right. most elaborate blockbuster of the year and you know, it could yeah. have been Star Wars this year or Mad Max. This was or, a stacked year in that category right. too. Uh that's five movies that all deserve an Oscar for visual effects for sure. Yeah, what what is your thought on the fact that it swept the the technical awards? I'm fine. I mean, I have no I'm on record as saying I don't get Mad Max and that it's not, you know, that it's fine. It's just not for me. Uh, I don't I don't quite get exactly why everybody loves it, but that's fine. Like it just I I missed it or it missed me or whatever. But I, you know, I absolutely can't complain with the uh, the technical stuff, because I think the practical effects and the sound and all that stuff were were quite spectacular. Um, So I have no I have no issue with that. I don't know that I would have voted for. Mad Max and all of these categories, uh, but it certainly isn't something that's going to offend me, you know, or keep me up at night or something like that. I, yeah, I, I certainly can't. An incredibly well-made movie, even if it's not a movie that I care about or get. I can, certainly can't argue with the, the technical side yeah. of Mad Max. Yeah. There's nothing really yeah. to it, say it, against that. Man, I think it, as, it, as it built deserving. pretty well there, too, because I— we were. I was live tweeting, and I was catching a lot of tweets from people saying, "Okay, kind of, I think this might be happening. This could be Mad Max." And like, in no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to carry was, over into the last hour of the of the show. But it kind of had people wondering there for a little bit. There's, there was never a moment where I thought it would. No, be I mean, me neither. Yeah, uh, that would have been that would have been a shocker, though. <laughs> yeah. But spoiler alert: <laughs> If you didn't watch the show, it didn't win Best yeah. Picture. It was funny though watching the technical award as it just racks up win after win and the like really weird Aussie people that are going up there to accept these awards. It was awesome. I loved it because it's just it was such a different crowd from what you typically see, even with the technical awards. Um, I thought that was really interesting and, and enjoyable. Like you just, I just kept wondering, like, what in the you know what kind of weird person's going to come out next? Yeah, it was great. I I just love. <laughs> that because you know a lot of people watch the Oscars that probably didn't see a lot of movies this year probably weren't familiar with a lot of these and the fact that Mad Max was sweeping every award in the first hour probably just made so many people feel out of touch like yeah. what yeah I, I don't, don't get it yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah I'm uh, not far from being those people I think just <laughs> yeah it's like what is even happening anymore yeah. <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road what are we doing <laughs> but it was it's a good it's a good ride. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun yeah. ride. So we go to costume design, which also went to Mad Max. Can't argue there. Um, yeah. Best. Did it get, remind me, did it get both both sound editing and sound mixing? I can't remember. I think so. Let me look for sound editing. It's not on this list that I have. I don't know if it's one of the awards that they actually call out. Yeah, it was. I just didn't, the, uh, I didn't mark it. In the I'm ceremony. Um. Yes, it did. Okay. It beat Star Wars, which was yeah. maybe my pick for sound editing. Mm-hmm. It was definitely my pick for film editing, Star Wars sure. was. Yeah, I thought the, the edit for Star Wars was 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 fantastic. Mm-hmm. But we move on, and uh, we go to production design, which also went to Mad Max. And you can't uh, argue that. I, I could have pulled for The Martian here. Yeah, really that would have gotten my vote, but I was kind of expecting Mad Max by that point. Best original score, I wanted Mad Max. I really enjoyed that score. <laughs> it, it's epic, um, yeah. but you can't argue with the Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. And, Strong uh, year for score as well. It was. It was very competitive. I tweeted, the Sicario was great has a great score, and it wasn't really even in contention. Hey, ma'am, fam, question for you. Do you own a small business, or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Right now, you can post your jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash mad. Thanks to ZipRecruiter 
for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. Right. Uh, cinematography. Uh, Emmanuel Lubezki takes it yeah. for the third year. That was a lot. And I, he, if, as long as he makes a movie every year, he's mm-hmm. got this thing. Yep. He's untouchable right now. Yep. Even yep. Roger Deakins is like giving him a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. dude, and you are the... <laughs> Yeah, and he's got a uh, he's got a, a Terrence Malick film coming out this year, so sure. probably go ahead and chalk that one up for the fourth in a row. Well, I can't wait to see it. He uh, he needs to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, the the natural light, the fact that they shot that with natural light, like that sealed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, <laughs> I won't say. Oh, you did okay. Yeah, you did <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, animated feature, Inside Out. Great, great Good. choice. I would have been a little upset, and I know a lot of people love Anna Melissa, and that's fine and i'm sure i will as well when i get a chance to see it but inside out legitimately is, is not a family yeah movie that's i think fine. that like i don't it care gets, it's it's very well done though it's yeah. very well done yeah i'm gonna check that out and i'm i'm sure it'll be great charlie kaufman's great writer but um for me at least I, that would have been one where i would have been a little upset because inside out legitimately was in the contention for me for for best picture of the year so i would have been kind of kind of bummed if uh if it wasn't at least the best animated film of the year. Best documentary feature was Amy. And yeah, I, good this, call. This, I mentioned this in my top ten uh, of the year uh, mm-hmm. list, and this was a great documentary. I had no idea it would get nominated for an Oscar or win. Yeah. I just thought it was a great uh, documentary about Amy Winehouse, and mm-hmm. everyone needs to see it. I'm sure it'll be on Netflix. All these uh, documentaries end up on Netflix at some yeah. Some point, uh, definitely check that one out though. That gets my mm-hmm. recommend. Yeah, Cartel Land is also on Netflix uh-huh. now too, and that's really good. Spotlight took uh, original screenplay, and um, this kind of was... thought that was going to be it for the night for them. To be honest, like it yeah. kind of felt like the the token a uh, win. You know that 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 happens a lot with the with the writing categories. You get the. Uh, Hey Tarantino, sorry we didn't nominate you for best director, but why don't you go ahead and take this uh, writing award? You know that kind of thing. And I felt like yeah, that might Tarantino be Tarantino wasn't even nominated this, this year for original. That is oh, kind of a travesty. Yeah, yeah. But it was Spotlight, and oh, I'll I'll bring this up later. But yeah, Spotlight won uh, for original mm-hmm. and uh, adapted went to The Big Short. Yeah, good choice there too. Though The Martian could have and The Martian's a great. Great. Oh, Steve Jobs, absolutely, but it wasn't even nominated, yeah. which I still don't Steve understand. Jobs is um, the number one of the year, but that, that, yeah, that I, I'm with you. That, I thought no the best. There, I, I thought the best two scripts I saw on screen this year were were Steve Jobs and uh, Hateful Eight. So yeah, well, whoops. There's <laughs> shortcomings there. There's, yeah. there's definitely yeah, we've there. definitely had our fair share of rants and raves as far as the nominations <laughs> go. I think yeah. we already did four hours sure. of that. Uh, we don't yeah. need to do that anymore son of saul won for best foreign language film i've heard excellent things about it and i plan on seeing it in the very near future yeah like i said writings on the wall from sam smith won best original song um we can go to this one now best director went to inuritu for the revenant and the point i was going to make earlier uh as far as spotlight winning best original screenplay Mm -hmm. a lot of people um they associate the director award more with best picture than the screenplay award. I think right. it's it's more Hollywood is shifting more now to associating the screenplay award with the best picture winner, mm-hmm. which I or, think should be the case. But yeah, or at least more of like kind of a, a balance between those two uh-huh. things. Uh huh. Yeah. And um, we're seeing that more and more. There, man, James Gunn kind of went off on Twitter. He after the after the Oscars, he was upset that when you have a best director and a best picture winner that don't aren't the same movie. He just, uh, he's, he doesn't understand that. Mm-hmm. And I can totally see why yeah. uh, considering the, a movie is the hundred percent reflection of the director, hundred percent, you know, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, I feel bad for Inuri to, to win that and to not win the, the best picture. Um, but spotlight, this was a year, uh, Brian, and I said this before in those nominations uh, talks. Mm-hmm. Almost any movie that was nominated, I would have been okay with winning best. Maybe Brooklyn is probably the only one I wouldn't. Yeah, I would have been kind of eh, if it had won. Right, but right. the other ones, man, this was a very competitive year. 
And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a, yeah. for me great year for film, and but also it's not. There wasn't a one or two or three movies that I think like stand out as the heavyweights. You know what I mean? Like uh, 2012 with with Argo and Zero Dark Thirty and Django Unchained. So like that year, you had three movies that were really everybody was on was was big and and like campaigning for and really into one of those three movies. And so you kind of had this this feeling of like those those movies are going to dominate uh, the award shows and the, the chatter and all that sort of stuff. This year is it was very interesting because you you legitimately could ha- I think you kind of had like maybe twenty movies that were all kind of jammed up in the the same grade range and there might not be anything from this year that that uh is as good as uh zero dark 30 or django unchained or whatever but you had so many movies that are all competing for the same general space and i think that kind of shows with these these awards because they were kind of all over the place both in the nominations and in what yeah, won. it was except for the technical categories yeah yeah but that's almost like a completely different. It's almost like a different show in some ways. It does kind of feel that way. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. But we do talk about the uh, best picture winner spotlight, and I would have been okay with like Bridge of Spies winning. Like I would have been like, okay, great, you know. Like sure. I can't argue there, honestly. Yeah. You know, like there were times where I was not certain it was going to be Spotlight or The Revenant, which were the two favorites going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's a good thing. That's what yeah. I want in my. Yeah, you, I want there to be speculation. I, I don't want. I don't want there to be a number one. Honestly, mm-hmm. like yeah. remember Silence of the Lambs. Yes, they how just it came out won like, all all five categories. Yeah, and it came out in like February of that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like the that or like maybe like right after the maybe the year before, but after the deadline or something like that. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, but it, it just stuck around for so long and you know mm-hmm. swept every award and there was. It, you know, Titanic obviously was that way yeah, too. And yeah, I think it's more fun. It's definitely more fun for for us when there are, uh, you know, in the in the eight the eight big categories, eight different movies take something home. You know, um, and I think it would be interesting if we decided for no reason because it doesn't make any sense why we do this, but if we decided uh, each for at least the eight big categories. Each movie is only able to win one, you know, like so you kind of spread it out somewhere. I, I enjoy that when we have a, a spread rather than Birdman wins all of the major awards except for Michael Keaton for no reason. So so you I guess if you want to know, you want your movie to win Best Picture, just get Michael Keaton to start it. <laughs> yeah. He's two for two. Dude, American Treasure, years. Mike Keaton American is Treasure. killing it. Gosh. He, I, lo- I love he's it. So I deserving. love this, this we need kind to of give... resurgence of him. It's so awesome. So awesome. We need to, the Keaton Sants. Yeah. We need to get him an Oscar. <laughs> that should be our next goal as a society is to get get that, Michael Keaton. Last year we, still our still goal was to get Leo one. Like I think we decided, you mm-hmm. know, after he lost for Wolf of Wall Street that we're getting Leo an Oscar. And yeah. he got one finally. Uh best actor for the Revenant. And uh, well deserving. Yeah, I think so for sure. There's, I think Fassbender would have gotten my vote. Yeah, and maybe Damon would have gotten my second place vote. But I have no complaint with at all with DiCaprio getting it. And if he got it because it's a kind of a career achievement, then I don't care. That's fine. There are people that will obviously say that he should have deserved it a long time ago for other roles, and you can obviously say that. But this is, like you said, probably more a lifetime achievement award kind of thing then, you know, and he did put himself through hell for this movie. Yeah. And that's obvious. I'm, I mean, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the, the idea of, uh, it's just his time to win as mm-hmm. long as you're not keeping somebody else from winning when they give an actual career performance, you know what I mean? Which I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know there's years where you feel like, okay, sure. That was the course of your career is probably better than this guy's course of his career, but this what if this it had one been moment, what if it had no. been Cranston? What would you have done? I would have thrown something on my TV. <laughs> and God, American Treasure, Brian Cranston. I love Rather, Cranston, yeah. and he's not bad in that film at all. It's but the the movie itself is garbage. So that would have uh, that would have and Redmayne would have made me a little angry too. If I'm being honest, because I don't think he should have won last year. 
This year, he gave us Jupiter Ascending. I think yeah. he should be penalized for five years for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that and, and then the Danish Girl is like the most Oscar Beatty movie <laughs> of the all time. And I'm just, I wish that we would just stop. I'm, I'm sure that it's fine. Like, I've, I don't know. Whatever. Stop rewarding just, the Oscar yeah, bait stop, movies. Yeah, stop rewarding Oscar bait. Like, War I Horse. feel like we're at the point where <laughs> we can make a, we, we've seen time and time again, excellent movies get made that are excellent on their own uh, on their own regard regardless and then also are uh capable of winning oscars does that make sense like instead yes. of just like hey here's this thing and you know when he read that script he thinks i'm winning an oscar for this one and yeah. i just i don't know it's it's tiring to me at least when leo has that that idea he goes and climbs inside of a dead horse or something you know and really <laughs> really spoilers <laughs> yeah yeah we uh, Need to talk about the actresses because mm-hmm. um, is this where you were talking about? You had a little controversy, Brian. No, no. We, we, where, where's your controversy line then? We, my man, Sly. Oh, okay. Well, I'll never let this. I, go my ahead. vote was Mark Rylance. I think Mark Rylance was awesome in Bridge of Spies. I said on that Bridge of Spies episode, I think we just saw the uh, best supporting actor. And then I saw Creed, and my life changed, and uh, I will never forgive the Academy for I, not giving American Treasure Sly Stallone his just due tonight. He, I'm legitimately— He got like, his just due when Rocky won all those awards, I think. And no, got, not acceptable. Like, I can't—I can't—that—his <laughs> performance in that movie is so good, and I don't care that people—that that his range is, like, one, that he can't go above or below— his chosen range because when he's in that range, he's so good. And I, I do not accept that he is not that, that, that character, uh, that that performance did not win him an Academy award. I'm, I'm going to be mad about this for the rest of my life. I'll never let it go. He, he was not, I don't think he was shooting for that. I don't think that, I don't think he was either. And that's why you should get it. And the fact that he was recognized is huge. I, I, I think that was the sly. You're awesome. And we're recognizing that you were awesome in this movie here by nominating him. But the room Mark wanted Rylance that. Was, was he that was movie. it was great. I have no problem with Mark Rylance, his performance or him winning. If anyone else is, if, if if Sly Stallone is not in that spot, but man, the room wanted Sly. Like it was a little cold when when Mark Rylance got up there. They everybody was pulling oh, for course. Sly, and somehow the voters screwed it up. I just I will. Uh, I may start some sort of a mailing campaign. I'm I'm pretty ticked <laughs> off about this. You need to start a Sly fan club. I, I I might I might I love I love Sly. And the only the only solace I have is that uh, Creed comes out on Blu-ray on Tuesday, so I can watch it every single day for the rest of my life. Like what's sad is that he he might I mean they might make a Creed sequel, but he probably no, won't, he won't ever get this kind won't of ever have a, yeah. a shot at it'll Oscar never happen again. again. Yeah. yeah, it'll never happen again. And I'm. I'll never forgive them for this. I want I want a list of names uh, of who can be held accountable for this. Hey, what's up, ma'am, fam? Kent here. And yes, if you're hearing from me, you know it's time to talk about Blue Apron. If you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now, what the heck are you even doing? Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They deliver fresh meals straight to your door. All the food is fresh. It's sourced from local farms. And there's no wasted ingredients. I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for a long time now. And they have still, to this day, never let me down. There's tons of variety. Some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis, soy glazed pork and rice cakes, skillet vegetable chili with cheddar drop biscuits, holy crap, and garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad. So take it from me. Try out Blue Apron now. Go to blueapron.com slash mad. That's blueapron.com slash mad. Get three meals on us for free. Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner. So check out Blue Apron. Blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Alicia Vikander for the Danish girl. Um, this was another kind of you're, you're hot right now vote, mm-hmm. I think, more than sure. I thought that was Kate a- Winslet deserved yes. the award. Yeah, I did too. That was a big surprise. I thought of the five that were nominated, I thought she had the the uh, smallest chance of actually the winning. least flashy, the least. Yeah. Well, least flashy, and that movie wasn't that well received. Yeah. And 
typically when you are in a super Oscar Beatty film that doesn't land, um, you know, they tend to hold you accountable for that. Uh, so it was interesting that she won for a movie that is not nearly as good as another movie that she wasn't nominated for in the same year, you know, because yeah. she's great in act in ex machina. And so maybe, I don't know, maybe it's like a combined vote or something. I don't know. So best an act- odd choice. Yeah. Best actress, Brie Larson. And, I think in hindsight that was a lock big yeah. time. Yeah. So was Leo. Yeah, Leo was Leo was a, like ninety nine percent lock. I don't think there was any doubt on that. But uh, Brie Larson was not far behind that. I think the big question and very marks, deserving, by the way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. She was she was great. The big excellent. question marks were best picture and best director. Yes. And I gotta admit, best director was right. Best picture, you you just can't ever, I guess, please everybody. That. There's there's rarely a year where a hundred percent of the people will say that was the best picture of the year. Yeah, I think we made that point earlier, but it's mm-hmm. just it's true here this year. Um, and and spotlight is is great. And yeah. like I said, there were eight of the movies that I there were eight movies that I could have voted for best picture and been fine with this year. So yeah, no, yeah, I am too. I I am much higher on spotlight than uh, than I was the revenant. I would not have been like ticked yeah i want i wanted the revenant to win that was my mm. choice or my vote would have gone to that but i thought the spotlight would win and it did i just I was, thought that yeah i was kind of the opposite yeah spotlight gets my vote 100 percent of the time and i think it's the best movie on this list i think it's the best movie of the year so um and and an important film and and it's so it's so subtle and understated and you just it could so easily be the most Oscar. It could make the Danish film look not Oscar Beatty, you know, if if it wanted to. I think it very easily could have gone that direction. Instead, it's just so subtle and understated, and I, and I love it. I love that movie, and I hope people, I hope people see it now. Um, whereas they will, yeah, I hope so. And but I kind of resigned myself to the Revenant was was going to take it, and you know, it, I'm not saying that that's a bad movie at all. I'm just not as high on that. Uh, nearly totally similar. different yeah. kinds of movies. Yes, totally big time, 100%. Opposite 100%. ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And um, you cannot... The ensemble is, I think, what won me yes. over with, with Spotlight. And maybe if it had two leading roles and that was it, maybe it wouldn't have had the the pull yeah, that it, it did. I just it, think the, the, I the think, sum of the... the right. The, so many moving parts uh, with Spotlight. And I think you're totally right, because I think in a, in a different universe... It gets the exact opposite, don't you think? Like Spotlight uh, could very—I think it very easily could be the movie that doesn't win Best Picture, but picks up two or three or four acting awards, right. you know, somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you just feature Keaton or you just feature Ruffalo or uh, Ruffalo and McAdams or something like that, then you, you get a—it's so well directed and so well scripted. I think you probably get a feature that really. Uh, pushes two uh two actors Lee or Schreiber actor. is great in it and Lee John Schreiber's Slattery great. is great yeah. in it too. You don't even think about those. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, so and Tom McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I mean, they're, it's, they're, yeah. What a weird career that guy's had to this point. Who knew that he was capable of making this after also those making the, the cobbler cobble, the cobbler yeah. in the same year. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So weird. <laughs> so weird. So I I, I like to glad. think that they gave him the award for spotlight it kind of just rewarding him for the cobbler too. Just kind of like Leo, you know, <laughs> sure. he had it coming once the cobbler, yeah. you know, it's yeah. kind of underrated masterpiece. <laughs> Sandler. And I don't use that term lightly. So uh, Sandler should have got nominated for the cobbler. Brian, you're going to write in for that. I'm writing in for Sandler, not getting nominated for the cobbler. That's a All crime. Right. Sounds good. Call our, <laughs> call our Senator. But this was a year um, of, of I guess controversy for the uh, the Academy, and mm-hmm. um, I think it's more less of a reflection of the Academy than of the industry in general in Hollywood. The kinds of movies that are being made in Hollywood, and we're saying this after a year uh, when we got straight out of Compton, it was one of the most well received and one of the best movies of the year, quite honestly. Sure, and uh, I just think that um, they need to make less um, biopics of of white rich people like Steve Jobs yeah. and things like that and sure. uh we need to be more creative with what we're doing mm-hmm. and uh that's yeah. my opinion on the whole thing we need to just broaden our horizon a bit and, mm-hmm. and yeah. come up with original ideas quit remaking the lone ranger and doing you know you know what i mean yeah. like yeah. we need more 
We need original stuff, guys. And Straight Outta Compton was an original screenplay, and that that quite honestly is is what we need more of. Um, mm-hmm. We need more culture in our in our movie going. Right. I I totally I'm totally down with that, and I uh, hope we I hope we yeah. move towards that in the future. Yeah, I mean it's fine. To, there's a place for there's a place for Transformers Five, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't begrudge anybody for going to see Transformers Five or enjoying Transform or whatever. It's there has to also be a place for whatever uh, Brooklyn and Spotlight and mm-hmm. Creed and you know go on down the list and straight out of Compton. It's it's we we should hope to have uh, a box office, and I don't just mean art house. I mean when you go to a, a twenty two screen multiplex, you should have options. You should we should be able to. Uh, cater in art and cater to popcorn, you know, that those two things shouldn't have to be uh, mutually exclusive. You shouldn't have to try so hard to find arty sorts of films, you know, and I think that's, I think we're making strides, to be honest with you. I know Oscar So White was a big controversial point this year, and I get it. But you know what, honestly, Brian, like had had Samuel L. Jackson got nominated, like there was, there would never be an Oscar So White. It was just because there there was no... In yes. the major categories, there was no black people. You know what I mean? It was right. <laughs> one yes. or two uh, nominations could have changed that whole thing. And that's Absolutely. what's sad about it is that there was this huge uproar about such, you know, it, it could have been fixed and, or, or it could have been resolved and it should have been resolved, I think. Well, but and I think Chris, I think Rock said the best thing he said all night was the point of we just want opportunities to, to do these movies, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's the big thing. It's not about. I'm glad that he said that and kind of tried to focus on that because the point should not be that Will Smith and and Michael B. Jordan didn't get nominated for Oscars this year, you know, mm-hmm. or that straight out of Compton, uh, that their studio had no clue that it was going to be an Oscar type movie. And so they never pushed it accurately. You know, that those sorts of things. OK, fine. Like Will Smith, that movie's not that great. And Will Smith's accent is horrible. So that's what kept him out, you know. Michael Creed was not an awards type movie, and I that's a bummer because I think Michael B. Jordan was awesome in that film and deserved the attention. I think Creed but, was. I think it was an awards type movie. I, I don't think I, they, I thought it was one of the most well directed movies of I the did year. Too. Well, so. I'm not saying I, I no, I I mean from the studio standpoint. I don't oh. think that they thought, hey, we've got a movie that's gonna win awards here. I think they thought this is gonna be a decent a small holiday type hit and uh, and people will like the nostalgia of it and maybe we'll be able to build a franchise out of it, which is all accurate. It just was much bigger and better than they thought because there was no – they didn't push it enough to yeah. begin with. And I think that's – you know, okay, fine. But the big issue is uh, we shouldn't <laughs> – we at this point, uh, we don't – I don't want to have 99% of leading male roles going to uh, – 40 something white men, you know, we've got to, we got to change that. And, and that's, I think the, that I felt like that was the main thing that, that rock was trying to get across that, that I felt like he hit very, very well of just like, yes, that's okay. There we go. That's the message. That's what we need to be trying to accomplish. You know, I agree. And we're moving in the right direction. I think it's not going to change overnight. So. It can't change overnight. And we need to, I guess, uh, do a better job. That's all sure. we can really say. Hey, let me ask you this. What do yep. you think to take it in a little bit different direction? What do you think of uh what do you think of American Treasure Dave Grohl? Oh yeah. Dude, I, mean, I love yeah, that. I'm all in. I, mean, I oh man, I loved that. I thought that I was loved, great. I loved it. I had Grohl. a few friends that that did not dig it, but most most people I was talking to were were into it. I thought that was awesome and I thought the immemorium segment as a whole was uh was very classy and really well done. Yeah. It that's it's easy to mess that up too. They, mm-hmm. they, yeah, absolutely. They yeah, definitely did a good job this year. You've seen it jacked up several times. Yeah. So I don't anticipate a lot of great Oscar movies for 2016, but mm-hmm. I sh- I'm sure there will be plenty to talk about. Uh, yeah. And uh, there will be plenty of movies to nominate. Yeah. I'm sure. Right. No, we, I'm pretty. I, I mean, we, we always on. say that. We always say that. And then there's a movie like you know a Dallas Buyers Club comes yes, along, and you're yeah. like, wow. You know, yeah, we have no clue what's yeah. going to hit uh, come October, September. You know, we know the mm-hmm. big budget stuff. But mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know about the spotlights or right. the rooms or whatever. But this early on, you know, I think it's pretty safe to say I think Gods of Egypt is going <laughs> to is potentially going to sweep. So I'm pretty excited about that. 
I uh, might go see that tomorrow, dude. Just as Zoolander a, too. Zoolander yeah. too. <laughs> Best actor. Yeah. Best supporting actor. Owen Wilson. That's no, Fred Armisen. <laughs> All right. Well, I I give this award show a um a B plus. What will you give it? Uh, I'm gonna go B minus. Okay. Yeah. Rock Rock gave it the plus for me. Rock Rock brought it up. Some of the other stuff kind of kind of weighed me down a little bit. Okay. Well, we will be back here next year. Yeah, and we'll be back here. In See a you few guys days. next time. We'll be yeah. back here in a few days. I'm bringing you a brand new episode. And uh, we got a lot of good stuff. Episode number 200 is coming along here in a few weeks. And uh, Batman v Superman rants and raves. Probably a nine-part episode for that. (laughs) And I can't wait. Gosh, can't. I'm about to start uh, in the next couple of days. I'm going to start for the blog. I'm going to write in a a ranking. Are you watching Batman? Yep. I'm going to rank all of the DC movies. So I'm going to have to... uh, I'm gonna have to rewatch like Man of Steel and Green Lantern and uh, Batman and Robin. So, you know, uh, hold a hold a thought for me. Uh, maybe say a prayer if you're if you're into praying. I I would appreciate it. It's gonna be a, be a rough couple weeks. Here are my thoughts and prayers, Brian. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. It. Hashtag blessed. Well, where can we find you online, Brian? You can find me on the Twitter at bgill12. And hey, thanks for everybody who uh, didn't. Mute me or unfollow me tonight. I tweeted about 120 times and uh, had some good interaction with a lot of the listeners and whatnot. So it was a lot of fun. Kent, where can we find you? You can find me online at Kent Garrison on Twitter. And uh, we have a brand new T-shirt for sale on our website. If you want that, there's only a few left. Seriously, like Mm -hmm. single digits left. Uh, If you want one, go snag one. And uh, we'll be ordering more soon, different designs and stuff. Yeah, we've got more will come, but it may not be this design. So if you want this one, this is your chance. Exactly. And uh, you can find all of our episodes on that website, madaboutmoviespodcast.com. Find all our past Oscar episodes if you want to go recap those. We have a couple, we have those from the past couple of years. And um, until next time, I'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. <laughs>